<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Vanderpump Rules to Motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. feeling baby you good as gold or what i am good as gold honey we're just doing one of your off the cuff podcasts so i'm here with anticipation on what we are going to talk about for the next 30 to 45 minutes so brock loves when we do a podcast that isn't prepped <laughs> i just feel like just so i can have well here's, here's here's my first problem with that when i speak off the cuff I, I I don't make sense half the time, and the other half are using correct words. Well, that's why I'm here. So I will balance do, you out. I will do better, and I will slow down, and uh, I'll give it a good go. Yeah. So yes. if you guys can't tell, my voice was lost last night at Music Box in San Diego with Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. It was such a fun show mm -hmm. seriously if you guys have not seen him i know he's going to be doing more shows like all over the country but his band is so fucking good yeah i had a blast like i couldn't even scream anymore i couldn't sing my voice was completely gone i was trying to be like and it was just gone so my question is what what style what what do you viewers Get. like what is that show because it's kind of like it's a cover band it's a cover is that what it is he's yeah. a cover band artist mm -hmm. 
Look, I tell you what. But he also did a new original song. Yeah, correct. So the more songs that maybe he comes out with, then it'll be, you know, more originals as well. You know what I really like? Well, two things I really like about that. And if anyone hasn't been to a show, it's not like a normal band. Like he's got a brass band in the front there. It's like nine or ten people in the band. Nine people, I think, in their band. Keyboard, all that. And everyone shines. Like they all get out, they have their moments. Yeah. And then Tom's just up there just banging on his drums or like playing his trumpet. But it doesn't look like overwhelmingly like in your face. It's just complete entertainment and awesome. And I don't know exactly. why people are talking smack on the man. People why? always do. They always do. They talk shit about what he wears. They talk shit about everything. It's so <sighs> Listen, annoying. Cause literally do yourself a favor. If you talk shit and you really want to stand by it. Go to a show and mm-hmm. I tell me you had a bad time. Seriously, you Just can't. To, that's it. Just go to one of his shows. Tell us you had a bad time because even our neighbors were like, this is, we didn't know what to expect, yeah. but 10 out of 10. And it was just, the music box was a great venue for them. It was totally. the first time they had like an actual venue there too. Uh-huh. Such a great setup. But he, he since I've met Tom Sandoval and, and for the, our whole friendship, you've known him a lot longer than me. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I can, the one quality of this guy is he is very, giving he's very caring and he oh, really yeah. is generous with his time with his with with and with everybody and he doesn't really hold back on like giving you an experience so I'll take that that he shares with us close friends and he gives it to everybody in that show mm-hmm. so hats off to you tom and the most extras all of you guys seriously well done and for those of you who are going to bravo con they just announced today that tom sandoval and the most extras are going to be performing saturday night those tickets should already be on sale and by the time you're listening to this they might be sold out for all i know but that's so yeah i saw they announced it today i mean he told us so i already knew but now it's public oh that's so fun i mean yeah it's gonna be be good such a fun experience it's gonna be good for everyone to see this like okay that that puts the bravo world that the diehards they're gonna actually see firsthand Mm -hmm. Because this isn't just like at the pub doing karaoke anymore. He's no. really, he's had coaches, they've got practices, they yeah. get together. And this is, this is some insider trading. Him and his <laughs> band are awesome. His band, look, he, Tom Sandoval takes care of the whole band, you mm-hmm. know? So that's why, you know, I'm here for it. I'm here for those yeah. guys. It's awesome. They're living their best lives and, they, and now, now they're making a thing of it. So that's I know. cool. Eight months ago, he started singing so, with the band. With the band. Yeah. I mean, he's been singing his whole <laughs> life, but. Oh, such a fun show. My voice and body are paying for it today because then we went out to a club for Raquel's birthday at midnight. And then we went to Rich's, this like massive gay bar in mm-hmm. Hillcrest as Brock yawns. It's contagious. Yawning <laughs> too. So yeah, it was a very fun night. We were in San Diego for all of no, like 15 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> we literally went to our place in San Diego, got in there, saw our neighbor, Mike Rogers. Shout out to him if he listens. He's going to be on the podcast soon. Oh, he's a legend. Saw him for a hot minute, and then he went up to his granddaughter's 17th birthday, so mm-hmm. we missed him. Yeah, I felt like we just woke up, and then we're like, oh, we're going to go now back because we had to come back up and get summer because she was at Nana's house. Yeah, but it was a good little trip down to San Diego, and uh, this week we've got glamping coming up. I've never been glamping or camping is that something i don't actually know if i know this about you is this something that you grew up on a farm obviously Mm -hmm. but did you go camping was that like a thing in new zealand or australia definitely i mean look camping was our version of holidays Mm -hmm. okay so 
yeah, we camped. We would sleep in like my dad, my dad's like van or something like that, the panel van, and just set up shop for the night. It's honestly for our families, it was kind of how we did holidays. If we did holidays, we'd go camp somewhere just because it's a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. We were a lot cheaper to go take the family and do that. So glamping, and then oh, sorry, go back on that question. I love camping. Yeah, I, I I love the concept of just going away, setting up shop, and being out there. Mm-hmm. Glamping. I don't know what to expect. I know it's kind of like luxury camping, which is cool. I'll take it. I think we still sleep in tents, though. Yeah, but they're already made for you, and they're like yeah. they're like oh they're yeah, like we don't have to pitch our tall. own tent. <laughs> There's beds in there. There's a mattress. It's my like, kind of camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. listen, I'm I'm more excited to get out to the nature of things and just like quiet quiet the mind. Yeah. So we're doing that this week, and then we're going to Vegas to just kill our voices again. For life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Yeah. So we've got a fun week ahead of us. We'll see how my voice is doing next week on the pod. But for now, I wanted to get into some questions, get into some shenanigans. You down? I was born ready, baby. Let's do this. (laughs) He yawns again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the struggle bus, guys. I'm on the struggle bus. When we podcast at home, it either has to be on Summer's nap or after she goes down for bedtime and right now we have a child who is refusing one of her two naps and we're like i mean she's 16 months is she at that age where she's transitioning to one nap we'll see but we're we're podcasting late because by the time we got her down then we have a new addiction called ballers on hbo Mm -hmm. old show right old show are there still new seasons or it's already done done? I think it's done done because now The Rock made another show. Oh, what is it called? It's it's The Rock. It's like it's Kid Rock or something. It's literally not Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. <laughs> no, it's not Kid Rock. That's a music artist. It is like Young Rock. That's what it's called. Oh, that. Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. pivoted to that. But I don't know if Ballers is still out, but it was one of my old favorites. And then. Yeah, Brock's watching it the other day. I'm like, wait, what is this? Well, you like the concept. Hooked. Well, yeah, it's very Entourage. It's yeah. the sports version of Entourage. And it's so good. So then we put Summer down. We get sucked into watching. It's so easy, you know, when you can just binge a new show. And then there's just five seasons and episode after episode. And they're only, what, like 30-minute episodes. So Very easy to waste time. Yes. Yeah, so it, now- it's our quality time together. <laughs> and I, I love it, honey. I'm here for it. But I'm like, what, what are we going to watch when it ends? You know, we're going to have to find a new binge. No, 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 no. I think Love Island. I'm not getting into anything else. So Love Island. <laughs> last night. What happened? Well, Raquel is friends with Deb, who is on this season of Love Island US. So her and her boyfriend, Jesse. They're on it, right? Yeah, they met on the show. I think they were coupled up from the beginning and they're still together. I don't know if they won or they were like in top three. But Uh, now that I've met them and I just I love the show from the last season I watched. I'm like, well, shit, now I really want to watch it. I at least know how that ends with them. Well, Have we finished The Bachelorette yet? No, that's on tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'm just going to, I'll put down the TV watching for a bit. Otherwise, it just consumes too much of my time, and then I really get in trouble. And then if I don't get work done or I do other things, I'm just going to, we'll see what happens. I'll sit to the sidelines for now. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we take a little break before we go into some questions? Because I want to remind everyone how awesome Just Thrive probiotics are. Have you been taking them, honey? Just thrive. Just, I was going to say just stress. It's just calm. (laughs) (laughs) To not stress, just calm. We will be right back. So yeah, as I was just saying, don't stress. Just 
stay calm and you can do that with Just Thrive. So I don't know if you all saw my Instagram this week. I posted about Just Thrive. I have had the founder, Tina Anderson from Just Thrive on the podcast before. She told me so many interesting things that I never knew, like that tightness in your tummy sitting in rush hour traffic feeling or the get sick to your stomach before a big presentation feeling. Those are all because your gut, not your brain, but your gut is responsible for your stress response. So to manage stress, to feel calm, feel in control, and to give your gut what it needs to thrive, you got to use Just Thrive. Personally, this is a brand that I trust because it's recommended by some of the biggest names in the health industry. And like I said, after having Tina on my podcast, I learned so much. It was fascinating. So if you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen because this is a game changer for helping you sidestep gas, bloat, constipation, and it's been shown to help flip the switch on stress so you can feel confident and in control. And for next level stress management, like, you know, I have in my life with my group of friends, I tend to pair the probiotic with Just Thrive's breakthrough new formula, Just Calm. This is the one I was telling you about. This is the one Brock likes. Just Calm's proprietary ingredients have been clinically proven to do almost the unimaginable, which is reduce perceived stress, improve sleep quality and energy, and even encourage better focus and flow. Now, if you can't use that in your life, I mean... That's crazy because I think everyone can use this. Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm make the perfect one-two punch to beat stress before it beats you. So listen to the episode Just Thrive with Tina Anderson. You can learn all about this groundbreaking company. And right now you can get 15% off site-wide when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code Shay at checkout. Again, that's justthrivehealth.com and use promo code Shay at checkout. Okay, honey. So hit me. I posted and just said... What should we podcast about? It's not even just send us questions. Just what are some things you want us to talk about? So we got... So topics. Topics. Oh, I like how this is going. But there's also some questions. Some kind of structure. Let's get some topics. Okay. So one thing a lot of people said is yes. they hated the outfit you were wearing in the photo I posted. Is this a topic or is this, this a question is or the, is this a statement? Which one are we going? was a lot of comments oh. when I said, what should we discuss? And they said, for starters, his outfit choice here. There were many other comments. How terrible his outfit is here. What he went through his mind while choosing it. <laughs> wow. People are just like fashionistas, eh? Yeah. So I screenshot a couple of them, but do you want to talk about your outfit, honey? So when sure. we had our white party in Mexico, you wore this white blouse type of shirt that was kind of see-through. Oh, what, what, how do you describe that? Because you also wore a black version of it when we went to the Daily Mail Schwartz and Sandy's opening party. And people commented on Instagram about that as well. Oh, so is it every time I wear like the see-through it, stuff? It's the see-through. It's the, like the Harry Styles of it. Yeah, you know? because here's the problem. Like Harry Styles looks so good in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like a few more pounds heavier and wider than Harry Styles. So like fashion doesn't look good on whatever. Can I be honest? <laughs> if somebody here has a fashion degree and they went to school for fashion and they have a problem with what I'm wearing, it sounds like they have a problem. That's uh -huh. not my problem. Well, like Can I be honest? Well, like Sandoval. Like, people always have a problem with what he's wearing. Yeah, but yeah, I love what Sandoval wears. So here, and here lies the problem, so okay? Extra. This is what I think about people's and their opinion, okay? Especially when it comes to how I dress. Uh-huh. It sounds like their problem. 
I like what I wear. I wear it because I want to try and wear it. I'd wear a dress if I could find one. That would fit you. That would fit me. I would. And Seen it, you in heels before. Exactly. It doesn't bother me. And I feel like the fact that people get, I think I'm, I might want to wear more outrageous stuff just to do really it. irk people. Let's do it. Just because they're going to be like, what are you wearing that for? You have a problem, bro. Why do you, why does it matter what I wear in my life? Yeah. Okay. If we can do anything, it's 2022. Stop, stop judging people for what they wear. Mm-hmm. Okay. I find when I wear, go out, I feel confident in what I'm wearing. I might look silly to people. I might not look silly to people. People might just scratch their head or double look. Whatever your business is, whatever your hey, opinion talking, is. Keep talking, honey. Well, yeah. Talking. I mean, look, guys, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you here in my runway fashion. I like what I wear. And you know what? I give it a go. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, to go along with that, Trauma Mia underscore wants to know, how do you deal with people's crazy assumptions without them knowing all the facts? <laughs> okay, well, can you, you answer that one first. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes if it's in a way that I can correct someone, if I can, you know, either comment back on it or send a DM or something, I will do that sometimes because I don't have a problem with someone not liking me or something I do or how I do it if it's correct. If what they're judging on is actually what I did. What bothers me is when the whole story is not there, when they're judging one thing based on the edit of a show that they've seen. That's what bothers me. And I feel the need to correct people. But at the same time, I'm thankful that people are invested in our lives. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful people watch this show. And I'm like, you know what? If you want to comment on it, at least they're fucking talking about it. That's so, an interesting way to think about it. I just it. have to tell myself, I'm like, if we don't have people talking, then we don't have a job. You know, you got to give them something to talk about, something to entertain, something to watch. So well, I think it's I also, try to spin it in that well, way. I, and I think for, okay, and I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And then I think my answer to that question is in time, people will learn, you know, like that hardest thing for me was watching last season come back because first off, I had no idea what was going on. I was just being mm-hmm. myself. I was being honest, and I was just—I was just calling it how I saw it, a spade a spade. And now, when I look back at it, I'm kind of like, "Damn, like, I could have definitely held my tongue, let my actions do the work, and like all the things that I was taught from a young age, which is what I know and, and is instilled inside of me. I'm like, oh, I should have done something like that. All I could do is just learn from that and move forward. So you've been on the show for ten years, honey. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, they get a better understanding of your story as opposed to one season with me. And, you know, it wasn't the greatest season, but it is what it is. And uh, as long as I don't keep walking around doing doing bad things or even just being that person that, like, doesn't grow. Yeah. That's my opinion. And, look, if no one understands it, that's perfect. Because if I see you, I promise you I'll treat you just like I treat everybody else. And that's as equal. Yeah. And the best part is having those conversations with fans of the show, not calling my fans, but, like, fans of the show. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're a dick on the show. I'm like, yeah, I realize this. Okay. Obviously. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Like, but you're not a dick in real life. And I'm like, thank you very much for taking the time. But see, to that's to the thing too about doing a reality show is when you do get judged, but you can learn things about yourself and sometimes become a better version of yourself from the negativity that we get. Because oh, yeah. you're like, oh, I never saw it that way, but well, now you, I do and I'm going to do better. And you're also held accountable totally. by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you for keeping, you know, having your opinions about it. And but just some, don't be rude. You know, there's the one thing one. I am all about, constructive criticism. I embrace that. If my non-five-star reviews were all constructive, I would take 
every piece of advice someone's given me and I would try to use it on my show here. Yeah. However, a lot of the one star reviews that come in, it was just like rude comments or yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't like the person that was on or it was just like. And that's the so thing. That's that's where it dumb. goes from your opinion. And then when you put it out there, yes, you're entitled to your opinion, but that's yours to keep in your head, to say to yourself at mm -hmm. night, to get you to go to sleep. Yeah. You don't need to then throw it at someone with this with this response well they're on reality tv so they should expect this exactly it's like well this is wow. what you signed up for i'm like no i signed no, no, no. up to provide an entertaining television show to show for you my to life watch. i didn't sign up for you to just go ahead and talk shit to me exactly. right now to be rude with you and your three kids yeah yeah i love a good karen Oof. <laughs> every now and then i every you know what's really annoying honey huh every now and then i bite i bite like i'm so okay oh, I, I know I, you you snapped last week on instagram yeah. and, ah, and then like i just <laughs> remind myself just, oh, posted yeah. everywhere <laughs> i have my moments we all have them we all do but i prefer to have more positive moments than negative <laughs> positive choices as opposed to negative choices so. totally so last night when we were at the show right when we walked in it was a swarm of fans. And I just want to say to any of you who I met, I enjoyed meeting you so much. I feel like when we get to these like events and stuff, like that wasn't my event, you know, obviously I know fans are coming to see Sandoval. Yes. But it was like when we get there, and I'm just saying this to anyone who meets me, if I ever seem a little bit overwhelmed right away, it's like, I feel like I need to maybe, I realized this last night, when I get to a place because I will never say no. You know me. I could be throwing up in a trash can and I'm going to take a photo with someone right you after that. that. like a hypothetical because you actually do that. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've, I've literally thrown up in a trash can mm -hmm. at a music festival and someone came up to me right after and asked for a photo and I just wiped my mouth and said, sure. And I she smiled with even, my mouth She closed. didn't even blink, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She just straight uh, wiped and said, okay. Yeah. So I will never say no to anyone. I love meeting you guys. I love taking photos. I love answering questions. I love all of that. I felt like last night it all happened so quick and everyone that we walked in with just like left and I was just there by myself in a swarm of people and there was like no line, no like it order. Just, it was just picture, picture. And I was like, ah, ah, okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you. And then there, there was another one right here and then the professional photographer and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, honey, Honey, I was trying to get your attention because I was like, I feel like what I learned last night is when I go to these events and stuff like this, I feel like I need to get in and give myself just like five minutes of like me time. Like just yeah. go in, get a drink with the people I'm there with and then make everyone happy. Because the second we got upstairs and I had a drink and I sat down, I was like, well, now I kind of want to go back down there with everyone. But it was just so overwhelming. Definitely. And I just want to apologize if I seemed overwhelmed. I think that I play it off well enough that if I'm like extremely overwhelmed or anxious, no one would notice. Well, but I, I just, really felt that last night. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, and this is, this is, I don't know how, and you can maybe talk on it, honey. I forget the impact that you and the show has. Every day, I completely forget. <laughs> every day we walk outside and then all of a sudden my reminder when someone stops in their car and jumps out I'm like sheena oh that happened last week it like <laughs> and then and and i'm here for it i'm here to support you and i'm and it's such a proud moment it's always been a proud moment even yeah. when they said i was like last brother connor like oh brock just loves it i was like he's thirsty i was like no i think it's fucking awesome what you and your friends have built yeah what you of your friends have done for nearly 10 years mm-hmm 
And so to see that, it just reminds me, I'm like, yeah, you're the shit. Like, I love you, honey. Aww. Well done. But Thanks. then I forget. And then, yeah. so we've been in our bubble, we're filming and then we're at home. And then when we go to San Diego, I also, again, San Diego, I lived there for six mm -hmm. years. Before the show, I lived there for six years and yeah. I didn't have this impact when we go well, to Not before place. the show, but before you met me and Bef became a part before of the show. The part of, yeah. Before all of that happened, I was like, yeah, we'll go party in San Diego. And then we walk in and then we're not just walking into a bar. We're walking into a venue that has a talent that's playing called Tom Sandoval from yeah. Head of Pump Rules. <laughs> so it kind of like. And I posted and I yeah, told people. We to told come, everybody so we were like, going there. I embrace it. Yeah. But I just, I felt like last night it was just overwhelming for a minute. And I was like, I want to take a picture with everyone. I want everyone's picture to turn out good. I want to take time. Instead to, of just like the quick little snaps. But that's the and thing. And that's that. what I hate. So it's like, I, I apologize if I seemed anxious or overwhelmed because it's like, I want to give everyone the best experience, but also I'm like, this ain't my show. This isn't my meet and greet. There's no line. There's no order yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, that was like, ah. I felt like that because I, I love to dance, right? <laughs> and so like, as he's playing and all that through a set, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm up here with everyone. We're up on the balcony watching. I was like, I'm going to get down in there and support and be in the front. And I go down there and I'm like, well, I don't want to take away from him though doing anything. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, phone's down. Let's party for five minutes and uh -huh. then we get back out of here. Yeah. All right. Back to some questions. Shelby Dawn Alters. She said, my question wouldn't fit in the box. <laughs> then she goes on to say, do you guys watch Housewives together? If so, what's your favorite one? Who's your favorite wife? Who's Brock's favorite wife? Which husband would he pick to hang out with for a day? Also, can you give us any VPR details? Oh, um, this is a multiple. This is multiple. No, on the details, but let's talk housewives. Who's your favorite housewives, honey? I love Jersey. Mm -hmm. I think Jersey is my favorite franchise. Boy. I mean, well, Jersey and Beverly Hills are the only ones I watch religiously and like have seen ev almost every season of. So I don't really watch the other ones, but I don't know. There's just something about Jersey. I think the family aspect of it, and yeah, you know. Dolores, Teresa, Jennifer. I just, I love those girls. And I think it's because it's it's a show, right? But then it, now you've thrown in family, mm -hmm. right? With Melissa and Teresa. Mm -hmm. And then you've got those, those interact, like, because you could have a fight with your friend, cool. But then you can have a fight with a sibling and all you have to, me and my sister fight off one sentence. Yeah. She talks to me with some type of tone and we bang, we click. We just get, we kick off. So I like watching Jersey Housewives. Yeah, and that was about. And I also don't. We those are the two we watch in the house: New, New York, mm -hmm. uh, Jersey, and uh, Beverly Hills. Okay, right? so if we were to double date with any housewife couple, who would it be? Well, actually, we've been well, kind of trying to set up one. Yeah, but recently, I mean, if I could, I've always wanted to hang out with Joe Gorga. Yeah, yeah, and I love Melissa. Melissa, oh like, my God. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big like. That's just those are the two shows we watch, and then even maybe. PK. Oh, yeah. PK would be the man to hang out with. Yeah. That's from out here. Mm -hmm. Those would be my top two. And then we've got Teresa and Louie. That's what I was going to say. We've been trying to set that up. And now she's on Dancing with the Stars. So we're going to have to make that happen. I need to get her on the podcast, too. We've been talking about it for well, so long. Well, she's doing her own podcast now. I know. Yeah. I know. So that's cool. Congrats so we'll have on to all do that. a little pod swap. That'd be fun. Well, maybe we could just do something when we go to New York. Yeah. Anyway, or when she's here, come into the studio. Oh yeah, stay bring tuned. Her to the studio. Yeah. All right, Sagal underscore E. How to budget for a destination wedding? The do's and don'ts from your experience. Well, my 
big do is do hire Simply Classic Events. (laughs) (laughs) Because literally, I gave Shelby our budget. Shelby's my wedding planner. And she was able to deliver everything I wanted within that budget. So I definitely think it is worth the money to hire a planner because, well, you just work that into your budget. But because they're able to tell you what you need, what you don't need, see your vision, figure out how to make that vision come to life without spending extra, extra money. So that would be my do. The don't, ooh, do's and don'ts. I was talking about my do and then you can okay. do I think this is just going to piggyback off the do with the wedding planner. It's not just about, you know, looking at hiring someone to plan your wedding. What she does very well and what a wedding planner will be able to do very well is they have relationships with all the vendors because this isn't the first time they're talking to someone. Mm -hmm. They work in these venues. They work in these areas. So they know everybody that they should know, right? And so at that point, they have rapport. So that's the biggest plus of having a good wedding planner. The don'ts about destination or wedding, don't put yourself in a box thinking you have to invite everybody that you know to that wedding. We were halfway yeah. where we, we started off and being going like we started off with like a list, a big list. And then we, we just had to start wheeling it down and it came down to, and, and here's the thing, you, all your friends are your friends. So they should respect that. Like, Hey, this is like a wedding. It goes family first, close friends. Because after that, you're not having a wedding for your family. You're having a wedding for your friends and it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, that's the do's and don'ts from my side. I think just be yeah, very clear I agree. and your friends also should understand that like, Hey, you are always going to be my friends guys, but this is something we've got to do here. And then if they're your close friends then they should be there. Let's see. Eva's Preston wants to know favorite moments filmed so far as much as you can say. I love our moments with Summer. I hope everyone gets to see all of the moments we have filmed with Summer. Oh, my God. She's a crack up on camera. Oh, my gosh. What about when you girls were here doing a girl scene and she just was hanging out with you Mm -hmm. girls, laughing when you guys laugh? I know. So cute. Uh, What's the favorite stuff we've filmed so far, I think? I don't know. The wedding? The wedding was pretty (laughs) hectic. And I didn't even feel like, I mean, because we weren't really... We were just in wedding mode that whole time. So that was yeah. great. It was just fun. It was so fun. Next one. Mrs. Laura Mercado wants to know what our five-year plan and goals are. Actually, a few people sent this in and said like our five to 10-year plan. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Five years from now and 10 years from now. Five years from now. I mean, I would l- like to, love to actually, and hope to be settled in not even necessarily our dream home, but like a forever city. Mm-hmm. I would like to be in a good school district for summer, somewhere that is close to a beach. That is ideal for me. But like as far as career goes, I mean, I would love to have a book out for sure. In the next five years, oh, my book is coming out. I'm going to start writing it mm-hmm. this year. So that is something that is just one of the biggest things on my career bucket list that I haven't done yet. And I'm going to start doing this year finally because mm-hmm. the time just feels right. So stay tuned. Yeah. Book, hopefully hosting a show and a home by the beach in a good school district for my daughter. That was, and what about your 10 years? 
10 that's too far i can't i'm not that good at thinking that far ahead i can't even think about next year so when it's like where do you want to be in five years because honestly in a year or less than a year i'm like are we going to renew this lease in marina for another year are we going to have enough money saved up to buy a house are we going to buy that house in orange county are we going to keep our place in san diego like i just don't know i feel like with the line of work that I'm in, it's kind of hard to super plan a future. You know, you just, you get picked up for each season or you don't, or you get another job or you don't, and you just kind of roll with the punches, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's kind of hard for me to get too far ahead. 10 years is way too far ahead. (laughs) Well, the the reason why they always go, you want to start off with your short-term, long-term goals, and Mm -hmm. then you've got the five to 10. I, I, I like to work back from the 10 downwards. Like obviously 10 will be settled in our, in our forever family home. We'll have investment properties. And hopefully by then we will be by coastal, but country. So Australia, New mm-hmm. Zealand, back, back and forth between those every year and having a, a solid like 12 month timeline. Okay, this is what we do here. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Settled there. That's my 10 five kind of creeps into that i want to own a house again okay? we want to have we want to have our personal house and then an investment property at least by then mm-hmm. business wise career wise same thing just working with homebody i've got a couple other ideas from there but financially wise that's it set up mm-hmm. and then when we go down to that then you've got your one-year goals etc but right now it's uh it's so it's so difficult to make no you i know what the long-term choices are but when you're focusing on short-term goals while yeah. you're in the summers and especially now being under the kind of timeline that the show brings to Sheena and I's life, it's so difficult to kind of like, Hey, we're going to do this this week because we don't, sometimes you get a call time at 9 PM the next morning, that night. Yeah. You know, 9 PM. You're like, Oh, I got to go there. I'm like, okay, I got to rearrange my whole day. I got to move stuff mm-hmm. around and I'm not bitching about it. It just means for these four months of the year, it's just so up in the air. Mm-hmm. And then once you wrap filming, right. And then we kind of stack it up because we want to get everything done that we just missed out. on. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's just like so routine for my life now you know this has been a decade so I'm so used to it and my mom should be used to it but yeah all this is like well do you know what your schedule's like tomorrow I'm like ask me tonight mom I don't know yet (laughs) Letty Maldonado what was your first impressions of each other P.S. love you guys what was your first impression of me honey Bloody considering LA. i think you hit on one of my friends first no 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 i didn't hit on one of them i was having casual conversation with you her. offered her a drink or whatever that was because that's what you do when yeah. you see somebody hey, gentlemen like totally i mean did i i felt when i met you we just kicked it off and then i remember when i went home my first is that like your immediate first impression or like after the first, your first impression like when you saw me what did you think she was hot that was it if you really want to get to the you need did to you think it. like we had an interesting conversation okay then what was your so impression the next day after it. yeah so yeah. once we spoke that night and all that it was pretty cool and then when i asked my buddy for your instagram and i slid into the dms my first impression was <laughs> <laughs> who was this social media chick look at it with like a million followers like how much of these are real kind of like i because because before i met you mm-hmm I didn't know much about the show about that, but even before that, being in San Diego and you got all these girls down there that have like, and I showed you my friend who I use as a reference. She had like mm-hmm. 2.4 million followers, mm-hmm. but yet her engagement is like 5,000 to 1,000. Yeah. So like for me, 
I was running in those circles where everyone's just like buying their followers, having a social media life that actually means nothing. And then when I met you, I was like, that was my first impression. I was like, oh, here we go. Girl from LA just loves you know, Instagram. And it turned out that, you know, people came up to you and asked for photos because they generally were into what you've done for the last 10 years. Yeah. Again, homage to like the work you put in. So that was my first impression. I was like, oh, girl from LA, she's hot. She thinks she's shit don't stink. Probably giving away free products on Instagram because wow. she's an influencer. Wow. I didn't think anything negative about you. I was just like, oh, it's the Aquaman guy from last night sliding in the DMs. None of mine was negative. They were like this fake Instagram girl. No, I was like, here we go. Because because when we met four years ago, that's kind of like you hear all these girls are influencers. Okay, I'm just saying my first impression of you was different. And then when I looked at your Instagram, I was like, oh, okay, he plays rugby. He's into sports. Well, yeah, I like this. Let's go into the day after. So what else did you think? That, that was, that it. was I it. was Yeah. I was very single at the time. I was not interested in anything serious. Well, hence why I was like, these girls from LA, look at this guy. You know well, I mean? yeah, that part was true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But you turned out to be exactly who I thought you were. And that's a fake a Instagram. <laughs> no, that's someone with a really good heart and really generous and really caring. And thanks, honey. The best mom and right. partner to now me. You locked it up. Or life. Yeah, definitely. Lock it in. Forever. Perfect. So Salmonolea. And I actually saw a few other people ask about what high school was like for both of us. Was there Ooh. anything difficult to overcome? And then someone else said, tell me about your life in high school. And I was like, that's interesting. No one's ever sent like a question in like that. And I've done high school podcasts before. I've had two of my besties from high school on and we just talked about what they remember about me in high school and stuff like that. So I obviously know the struggles you went through in school, but do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about that since they asked? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question because it's so funny, like to see where people are now and then to hear about that, especially mm -hmm. I feel like when people look at me, they're like, but I really, <laughs> I really dislike school. I was, I was bullied a lot. And and the, and it comes down to kids are just not kind. Kids yeah. are never kind for some reason. Like I don't know what's going on, but yeah, when I went to school, I got bullied a little bit. And then when I lost my finger, I got bullied a lot. You know, because I was completely different. And I was a kid with four fingers. But so. you lost your finger before you started school. You were like four. Yeah, well, I wasn't like preschool or something like that. Oh, okay. I was four and a half, nearly okay. five. So I had like one year. I, I mean, even then I didn't really fit in, but I don't remember yeah. school before my hand accident. Mm -hmm. But I remember once I had my accident, like it sucked. It sucked. Yeah. Kids were bullies. I, I got I like a bullied all the time. And then like I, and then I got in trouble because like I try and fight these kids and like I just was bad in school. And then add on to that, like, learning disability then i got put into this special class you know mm -hmm. and in there is where i actually learned to like i mean for me i'm very grateful that i was put in that environment because i helped me kind of learn but it also showed me that like the other side of humans which is just like they're just we're all humans and like regardless of our ticks or our our issues or our, our something we you know our symptoms and all that like some people can't help how mm -hmm. they were born or anything like that and I ended up fighting for those guys, you know? I wasn't yeah. a small kid, so I, when people used to bully the kids that I used to hang out with, I would bully. I would fight for them. I wouldn't mm -hmm. bully, the, bully the bullies, but I would fight for them, and I would get in trouble, and 
you know, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. And so that yeah. was, that, and I kind of, I'm happy I grew up like that. Like if I had 10 fingers and I was running around, I might, I'll be a completely different person today. hundred yeah. percent. And so that really humbled me. And then I think. You went my, to how many different schools? Well, yeah, I went to 15 schools in 12 years of education. Wow. And so that was just because we moved a lot through the farming seasons. My parents would go to a different farm every time to work. And then I also got kicked out of a lot of schools for behavioral issues. I got in trouble for fighting the principal one time because I was upset because I was getting picked on. And then I was like trying to fight these kids that were trying to bully me. And then Mm -hmm. I got in trouble. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, I definitely didn't like high school in period from from first grade all the way through and it wasn't until my last two years of school i really i went i had an opportunity to go to a private school because all of this time i was in like the public system in the public schools and i got a scholarship for sport for my last two years Mm -hmm. and my mom also was like okay well she has a steady job we can afford you to go to a private school if i didn't if i didn't go to that private school i know my life would be different I completely agree. Yeah. I feel the same way about me going to private school after junior high and me getting bullied. Yeah. High school, I mean, I don't want to say those were some of the best years of my life because I've had amazing years since. But at that time, it was amazing. I had a great experience in high school coming off a terrible bullying experience in junior high and public school. Gotcha. So high school, I felt like I thrived. I loved high school. Yeah. I'm still friends with so many of my friends from high school. We have our 20-year reunion in a couple months. So I'm crazy. so excited. I've been waiting 20 years for this. I went with my mom to her 20-year reunion. I had just gotten my <laughs> driver's license. And so I was her like designated driver for the night. And I went with her to her 20-year reunion. And now we have mine. Wow. Insane. That's crazy. Insane. Well, listen, I think on that note, like, listen, if you were, if, if anyone's out there and their kids or they know someone that's getting bullied, just mm-hmm. give them a, give them a lending ear and just be there and support them because kids are a bunch of little fucks when they get bullied. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh. so mean, so mean, but you know what? Hopefully, hopefully the world's learning better and hopefully mm-hmm. parents are raising their kids better, you know? Yeah. So hopefully, and I'm sorry if anyone out there gets bullied, you know? Yeah. It's, it's going to keep trucking on and I'm shit. sorry. Yeah. Well, we have a few quick questions that we can wrap this up with. And then another episode of Ballers Before Bed. I'll give it a go. Okay. Carla. Oh, again, Carla Arzade said, since you've had a diamond ring before, can you even tell the difference with the moistenite? No. I even compared it to our friend's diamond. And I was like, "Hmm, mine looks a little more sparkly. Like they just, it's a beautiful stone. It's, it's the same stone. Of course it's, it's different, but it's, the same it's the it's the same chemical structure it's just lab made so they put that they put it and they make it in the lab okay as opposed to finding it outside Mm -hmm. and let me tell you right now your diamonds are blood diamonds the diamond market is a whole bunch of just ripping off everybody so the fact that 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 news campaign came out ages ago the whole the the diamonds are a girl's best friend stuff Mm -hmm. like what was that movie? What's that movie? Marilyn Monroe. No, oh, are you talking about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? But that's like a prime example. Frost yourself. Frost yourself. But that's <laughs> like, okay, so society's telling everyone to go get a diamond ring. All right, cool for that guy, you know? What about yeah. everyone else? And then, then add on to the fact, like, it's this flex culture. Everyone's like, look, look. And like, listen, when I see our friends have beautiful stones, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. But that's because they're on a different fucking financial level than 90% of America is at. Yeah. 
And if you think if you think going out and putting that that old like I love your ring, honey. I love my ring. I love your I love your first ring. I I got connected I, with. Yeah, I love the first ring as well. It's just it was too big for everyday wear. This ring from Ring Come True is stunning. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Chan is you know my jeweler of all jewelers. I love everything he creates, and that doesn't seem moist tonight. The Morganite mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah, it just was too big. <laughs> Listen, it's a bad problem to have. I'm I know. sorry, honey. It's okay. But yeah, if anyone out there, look, don't let don't let everyone tell you. If if people uh, want to have a diamond ring, go get your diamond ring. But I don't think the ring kind of covers what you love, and it looks amazing on, and that it is what it is, you know. Yeah. And here's the here's the best part: when people go woo, you know, they look at the ring, they go woo, and they like, yeah, it's a nice bloody ring. Mm-hmm. So their response is there. Yeah. The best part is they're kind of like they look at you like as if you're that dude that just brought that real diamond. It looks like right? that. At the same time, it's like it's not. Just so you're very clear, mm-hmm. it's moist night. They're like, and then they're kind of like, oh well. Yeah. Wait, that makes sense. So don't don't hate until you try it. If you're interested, hit them up. Not an ad, but it's a good push for them because yeah. listen, they're affordable. They make great rings and they're beautiful. Totally. All right, let's wrap this up with Cat Fam wants to know daily routines, schedules, date night ideas. I think for a daily routine, one thing that we have failed on this past week and just not been great with since the wedding because we were out of town and whatnot, but the working out. I think that is a great part of your daily routine, even if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it can be to just do a little bit of physical activity at least like five days a week. You don't have to do every day. Be realistic. Just think this. Go to the gym three days a week, but do something five days a week. I feel like that is a really good thing to have in your daily routine, drinking lots of water and date night ideas. We love a good movie night. I just, I I love the typical dinner and a movie or dinner at the movie. Yeah. The dining theaters. Well, I mean, our love language to each other is kind of just like being present. Yours is words of affirmation and physical Mm -hmm. touch. Okay. And so when we, when we're always together, like that's our happy space that yeah. works for us, especially being parents right now. But I do also enjoy it when we go out. Festivals. But you just, exactly. So you just got to kind of find out what works for you guys in a relationship. When it comes down to like, when we talk about routine and physical fitness, there is such a good push and it's such a positive push going around the world right now about being physically healthy. Now it doesn't just mean physically as in like presence and like physical activities, but also mind, body, spirit, okay, emotionally, mm-hmm. being able to understand that. And the biggest one you have to think about, and this is for anybody trying to come up with a schedule, mm-hmm. is look at that schedule and see and highlight the amount of hours you spend doing something or taking the time to do something for somebody else, mm-hmm. aka your job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a third of your day right there. Mm-hmm. If you can't love yourself for, for 30 minutes to an hour a day, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? And that's Let's and that is right now. that is the priority. Today. I'm okay putting ballers on and working out. Ooh, because you got to figure out how to love yourself. And and sitting on the couch watching TV mentally might be a way for you to check out and love <sighs> yourself. It is. But, you, but I promise you, you'll get more dopamine if you try and do some abs workout in the okay. breaks. Let's go do it. We're gonna go do some abs. Perfect. We're gonna wrap up this podcast. Thank I you was guys. Giving him a great little speech then. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Perfect. Go do some abs you while you watch me, some abs. You gave me the speech that now I want to go do that. Now you've motivated me to do a hundred crunches at least before bed. Okay, let's do it. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. 
Be sure to check out Tom Sandoval and the most extras if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. They are so fun. If you guys are going to BravoCon, you are going to love it. And also, if you haven't already, check out uh, Viva Verano Lashes. We have three styles, Summer Moon and Honey. And you can get those at VivaBaranoLashes.com. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.